welcome to Backstage Noises, the podcast for theatre artists by theatre artists. I'm your host Shakira Wahab and this is our fifth episode. On today's episode, we have a visual artist, a theatre practitioner and also a band member. Uh, no, we're not talking about three different people. We don't really have the budget for that. <laughs> we are instead talking about the one and only Rizman Putra. Hey. Hey. Hello, Rizman. Hello. Hello. How are you feeling? Happy New Year. Happy New Year? Happy New Year? <laughs> oh, oh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. I'm feeling good. Positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I'm eating this. Thank you, folks, for bringing me food <laughs> to my, you know, space. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> <What is fun>? <laughs> <laughs> so, mm. for the first part of this episode, mm-hmm. we will be, we will be talking about your art career. Mm. All right. So you started off as a visual artist, right? Mm-hmm. What made you come into theater? And by my foot. What about it was accidental. Oh. Yeah. How how come? Mm. It's a long story, you know. How? It's very long, super long. Okay, you make it into like five minutes, five minutes, five, five minutes. Five five minutes. minutes. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I cannot eat and talk at the same time, just wait. Okay. Anyway. So after I graduated from La Salle in nineteen ninety nine. I went for my national service, right? Mm. So I went for my national service. Then, because I I majored in painting, mm. and I didn't have time to paint, right? So I ended up doing a lot of uh, sketches for performance. Then I decided to join uh, the artist village. So the artist village is a uh, is a collective of visual artists doing performance art. Mm-mm. So I got involved. I got involved in performance art uh, with them. Uh, do you know what's performance art? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was my first entrance into uh, the world of performance, kind mm-hmm. of. Then after that, uh, when I started doing performance, I got. Because as you all know that I'm an introvert, right? Mm-mm. You all know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that that gave me the the confidence of like uh, presenting myself to the public, to the audience. Because I'm 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 a very I'm a very shy person. I don't yeah I don't <laughs> I I I get very awkward in a in a social setting. So mm-hmm. that was a way for me to kind of like overcome my fear. I started doing that. Then after that, uh, after that, what happened? After that, I got out of national service. Then I did my BA mm. uh, in fine arts, painting. So I went back to La Salle and I did my BA. And, and I was already doing performance, right? Mm-hmm. Then after that, I was invited by my lecturer uh she was uh, she was teaching performance art Mm-mm. so she wanted to do this um this piece with uh tns uh tns had this uh kind of like a lab thing uh, i think it was called 
names changed to protect the innocent. So they 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 would invite they would invite all these visual artists to to create performance. So so she she she, she asked because before that she she, she saw my performance with uh, tiramisu, mm-hmm. right? So as you all know, tiramisu is kind of like this. was it tiramisu was before you tiramisu was way back in nineteen ninety six. So it was started when you were in secondary school. I was in La Salle. Oh, you're in La Salle. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I know I'm old. <laughs> no, I I didn't say anything. But you know, kalau siapa makan cili rasa pedasnya. But it's okay to be old, you know. <laughs> but anyway, what was the question? Hey, hey where? Alamak, Lost track. Mm. Uh, I told you it's a long story. No. Yeah. Sorry. Mm. Uh, you were in La Salle, and then after. Oh that, yes. Ah. BA. Susie Lingam, Doctor Susie Lingam. Uh, she she invited me over to. To to kind of like create this performance with her, it's like uh, she wanted me to translate her text into movement. Mm-mm. I had no idea what was that, so I I jump into this lake of fire and I did it. Uh, it was my first black box experience. I think it was in two thousand one or two thousand something like that. Mm-mm. Way way back. Wow, the year that I was born. Mm. Yeah. Just reminding ah. Uh. Oh thanks. <laughs> Yeah, so that was exciting. <laughs> then after that, uh, at the same time, I formed this collective called Kill Your Television, uh, mm. KYTV. Uh, so KYTV was, I think I, I can't remember the year. It's like so. It's way back. I think it's two thousand or this that same period. Mm. It it was a f- it was a collective uh, consists of. Uh, people from the finance department, right? Mm. All my my classmates and what have you. The reason why we formed that collective because most of us uh, we were frustrated. We mm. were frustrated because we wanted to continue with our practice. You know, like you know, as a pain, as a painter, you want to sell your paintings. Then after that, we got rejected by uh, a lot of galleries because mm. we our work is kind of like experimental, and you know, we we one of the things that. Uh, that got us really angry was one of this uh, gallery owner. Mm. So we we brought our works down, and the ga- gallery owner told us like, "Hey, your your kind of work is uh, can't fit uh, in someone else's living room. I think this is good for a funeral." Then we got them angry. Whoa. Yeah, painful, right? Imagine like you just got out from school and like, wow, it happened. <laughs> I thought we got angry. I said, "Hey guys, come on, man, let's let's do something. You know, let's do something." Something different. Mm. So all of us, we decided to, uh, to do performance, mm, mm. right? Because some of us can play guitar, some of us can 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 make films, and for me, I can I can do silly things. Mm. So we decided to form this collective, and yeah, we we started to do strange performances, you know, and uh, we got the attention, and Substation gave us this uh, one year residency. So. That's where we started to to experiment with a lot of things, mm. a lot of work. We did like two productions, and in the beginning it was hard because people didn't know what we were doing, right? They thought it was like this is not theater, and because we were not from theater, but we perform in a theater space, and uh, and the performance art community was like this is not performance art. You are performing in a theater space. Mm-hmm. But we didn't care, so we we kept on doing we kept on doing it until to a point where, uh, people kind of like oh okay this is what they're doing it's actually a, a multidisciplinary kind of like 
performance, right? Mm. So then we got this opportunity to create something at the Esplanade, and Esplanade just opened, right? That was in around two thousand two, two thousand three. Mm. Yep. So had they had this program called. I think Sparks or something like that. So we did a, a, a kind of... Okay, so the, the, the best thing about that program was like they gave us money. So mm. they gave us a, a, a sum of money to create a, a kind of a 20-minute piece where... Uh, not judges. There were no judges. There were just like a group of people who kind of like picked all these works to expand it. Yeah. Then we got in. We got through to the next round. So they gave us a... Uh, 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 a main season show so we had our uh, first major show at the theater studio mm, mm. yeah then it was it was kind of fun it was like uh, after that we got an invitation to go to korea to to do the fringe festival Ooh. yeah so it 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 expanded into like you know a lot of things like 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 mm. but in the beginning we had about 10 people then after that i think half of us I think half of them left because they wanted to do other things. Right? Mm, mm. So we continued, five of us, four, four, five of us continued. So we managed to do a lot of shows, interesting mm-hmm. shows, uh, locally and overseas. Mm-hmm. Uh, then after that, I was discovered by Ong Keng Sen. Ong Keng Sen was this, he's, a, he's the artistic director of Theatre Works. Mm. Right, so that, I think that was in two thousand four, and I think I got a call. I got a call and said, like, "Hey, come over to my office. Uh, I just want to talk to you. Whether you know, we just talk." So I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I went over <laughs> to his office. Thought, hey, he asked me like, "Hey, are you interested to do this uh, this uh, theater piece called Sandakan Trinity?" So I was like, "Oh, sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, just just uh, you know, just jump in and and yeah, we are going to rehearse." And for all you know, it was actually uh, an international uh, kind of like we had an international cast, right? There, there were Australian actors. There, there was a kabuki dancer from Japan and a buto dancer, and we went on tour to Australia. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. So it was like my first kind of like a, a a real professional setting where I perform at Victoria Theatre, mm-hmm. and. I didn't even know what was devising. So mm-hmm. I learned uh, on the job, yep. right? So it was a very compressed kind of like uh, process because we had one, mo- one month to, to work together because the, the actors are all from over, right? So we came in for one month. Uh, we rehearsed for like 10 a.m. to like 10 p.m. Mm. just to create this piece, right? Every day. I think Sunday was off uh, off day. So <laughs> we did that for about a month. That's where I learned, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then that was my first theatre uh, kind of like performance. Uh. Yeah. Wow. So I think you just got lucky. Were yeah, I got that? lucky. I got lucky and and I really took the opportunity to just learn. Mm-mm. Yeah. Then after that, I got a call from Cake. Uh, Cake, Cake wanted to work with me. Then, uh, yeah, I joined Cake and... That's where it all started. So you just learn on the job? On the job. Yeah, I learned from learned. observing. Mm, because mm. I think my visual arts practice uh, right. kind of like prepared me. It's mm-hmm. all about observing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like for example, live drawing. 
life drawing for us it was like mathematics right so every week you have to go through these two sessions of life drawing just to get the anatomy the figure of of you know another mm. person right mm. if you fail you can yeah you can go to the next level oh wow oh, oh, oh mm, wow mm, it's mm, that mm. tough visual it's tough uh, okay. i mean <laughs> if if you if you want to you know do it you you mm-hmm. got to do it right right so mm-hmm. you have to learn like the truth was that i didn't even know what to do with my life when mm-hmm. i when i when i came out from secondary school so i took a a year off mm. to work in an italian restaurant <laughs> as a waiter yeah i didn't know what to do because i i could have gone uh i could have gone for like business in like some local poly or mm-hmm. engineering but it was not me i felt i just wanted to be cool and have like long hair to be in an art school i'm not kidding there was part of it i was like huh? i had long hair i had uh yeah shoulder uh, uh, yeah about this long yeah oh my god yes man yeah not really mad wrong i think that period was i would say the grunge period right, mm, right talk about right, mid 90s right, yeah. grunge slightly different from mad rock but kind of <laughs> right right so like yeah. if, okay if mm. would you to compare between your visual art mm. and like your theater um gigs and all of that which one would you prefer more like if if you were given just one choice to like do only one for the rest of your life i will not do anything <laughs> i want to have many choices <laughs> but if you, you just have to do one uh, you have to do one band or theater performance uh, I, no, I uh, your visual art or your theater performance mm. Actually, you know, for me, when I start doing something, mm-hmm. uh, like for example, let's say performance, because like the first half of this year, I was doing a lot of performances, mm-hmm. like like directing or acting or performing. Then I, I kind of like miss visual arts. Mm-hmm. So right now that I'm in this place, uh, I don't really miss performing, but I'll miss it. Like maybe mm-hmm. after I spend so many days drawing, <laughs> yeah. So it's like that. I I'm, for me personally, I'm a very restless person like mm, i cannot mm. sit still yeah i i if i have nothing to do i'll find things yes. to do <laughs> yeah because i uh, i'm a very hyperactive child you know when mm-hmm. i was a kid so like i cannot i cannot sit still i don't know why i can relate to that yeah <laughs> it's, it's, i'm always like <laughs> yeah. running around and doing things too so i never i i don't know the the concept of getting bored is not in my vocab mm-hmm. like i i yeah i don't i don't get bored Even if I look at you, so I don't get bored. Oh, oh, oh! So many things <laughs> I can see, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well. Mm. Yeah. What's something about visual art that not many people understand? I think because not many people are also in visual art, so they don't. What do you mean they don't understand? They see pictures, they understand. That's visual. Yeah, your visual. Okay, maybe. My visual art. Yes, your visual art. What, what have like um people have, the misconception that comes like when they look at your art or something, and then they they kind of like. They they have like this misconception, but then it's not what you're trying to like say, or maybe it's not something that you want them to uh, notice or something. I don't know how to like say it, but like mm? if they come to see your exhibition or something, and mm? they like oh oh ah uh, yeah, they say something about your art, and then you just don't like oh my god, Rizman. What? What's problem? Some lah. What? 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 I I don't I don't get your question. <laughs> no. Okay. So basically, yeah. what mm. what are the like um regular misconception that people tend to have when they look at your art? Regular misconception. Uh. 
I think not not so much of my art, but more of me as a person. Mm. People think that I'm weird. <laughs> you know, before I met you, that was what I was told. <laughs> what? I'm not weird. I don't know. You think I'm weird? No. I, I know. Okay. Okay. Let's let's go back to that question. Misconception about my art. Uh. People who are not familiar with my work, uh, they will question the the. Some people think that my work is very two-dimensional, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and they don't get it. Like like it's a bit too too simplistic mm-hmm. for them, you know. But for me, I think art should be should be something that. Uh, common man could actually understand and experience mm-hmm. you know and at the same time there are layers there are layers like like how you watch a play for me i think my work have a lot of layers yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean if people don't get my work it's not for them mm, yeah 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 okay yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i think i want to know what something that what, <laughs> what? <laughs> you reminds me of like cartoon characters, you know. Sometimes. Cartoon character. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> like sometimes I will mm. catch his mind in the corner just doing his thing, and I was like, yeah, that's so me, you know. Because sometimes I will catch myself right. doing r- random shit in the corner, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I, this is such a reason. Entertain thing. yourself, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, okay, but I think mm. something about um visual art that people do not understand, because I think um people always ha- have this like misconception where visual art is easy to do. You just have to draw and stuff like that. But it's more in depth, right? Because I took art in secondary school and mm. <laughs> I kind of like understood how like it, there's a lot of patience that comes with it and all of that. And But uh, you you went I- more in depth. You even took a BA in like uh, mm. fi- uh, visual art. So okay. like, uh, how is it? Like how, what are the usual misconceptions that people don't understand about? Or like the things that people just like, oh yeah, okay, say something about, but you just sometimes wish you can tell them about. You know, <laughs> uh, to me, there's nothing, there's nothing superior about about the arts. You know, if you think of it this way, uh, a carpenter is an artist for mm-hmm. me, right? Uh, a grab driver is an artist because he needs to understand. Um, uh, where he should travel, understanding the GPS. Yes. It's not everyone. It's every work that you do. It needs a certain kind of skills and ingenuity, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, there's no difference in the things that I do. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like. It's all about commitment. Mm. Yeah, if you commit yourself to doing something, it will become something special. Yep. yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. For me, the art is the same, and 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 it doesn't. To be an artist, it's not something, uh, something uh, I don't know beyond. Like like a, a supreme being, you know. Mm-mm. I think being artist is to be human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, if people find it difficult to understand, then, uh, I feel like maybe they should. Uh, I don't know, play hopscotch or play marbles. <laughs> you know, because I think when when people say, "Wow, this work is too cheap," ah, I feel like you know something that that is too difficult is 
for you to kind of like find your own meaning. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't know. One mm. thing. Yeah, I think so too. I think everything is, could be art if, if you want to. <laughs> Big Rizwan is an art. Am I? Rizwan, you're a, you're a no. masterpiece, man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm always in my own world. Like, you know, yes, you like, are. You know why? <laughs> because when I was a kid, my mom didn't let me hang out with uh, the neighborhood kids. Yeah. So my mom was very protective of me and my siblings. So we don't get to hang out with people. So most of the time we are in the at home uh creating, you know, like shows for mm-hmm. ourselves. <laughs> I don't know, like I I, I, I I like to see the bait as a stage, mm-hmm. as a as a prop, like a boat, like a submarine, like what have you, a plane. So most of my childhood was just just that, imagining <laughs> things. <laughs> And I'm still imagining things now. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Alright. So, um, okay, what is it about theatre that you enjoy most? Or like the most proudest work of theatre you've ever done? I can be somebody else. Mm. I can go crazy. I can do weird things. I can do serious things. Mm-mm. But it's not me. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Most of the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that makes it special, and I enjoy that. I enjoy that because it's something that I can live, Mm-mm. you know, in this world, which I find that the in the real world you can do that. Mm-mm. If you yeah. want to, I think I don't <laughs> know. You can if you want to. <laughs> you can. Can. You can. <laughs> Definitely can. Yep, but there's consequences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But okay, now let's. Uh, I want to ask you about mm. Kiramisu. Mm. So you, um, how did that all came about? Okay, it came about. Um, it was a spontaneous thing, you know. <laughs> when you get a group of crazy kids in the studio, with guitars and stuff, you definitely want to form a band. <laughs> the idea was just us singing stupid songs in the studio and yeah it was it was actually a joke it was not meant to be a real thing <laughs> yeah then we were like hey let's form a band okay yeah why not okay i have songs so you know i, I was just i was a loner lah, you know so i like to play guitar at the garden and just alone and after that, like, <laughs> some friends come, hey hi hey, yeah i have some songs hey this is cool let's form a band let's let's sing yeah so yeah that's how it all started then I was working part-time, right? I was mm. still working at that Italian restaurant. Oh, okay. Hidup yeah. <laughs> mati. Gotta survive, man. <laughs> Gotta pay your fees. <laughs> so anyway, so we were looking for the name of uh, the band. Mm-mm. So we had like a couple of ideas. Uh, Space Donuts lah. <laughs> silver, I don't know, Silver, Silver, Silver what lah? Silver Donuts. I wanted to call ourselves The Underwear. <laughs> Then, two of my bandmates came. So, I, I, I kind of like just gave them free tiramisu. Mm-hmm. Then, one of them got choked on cocoa powder. <laughs> They're, like, <laughs> They're like, hey, why? Hey, man, this is a revolution. This is like, wow, tiramisu. You know, it's so sweet, but you can get choked. Right? You know, the idea of her. Like, <laughs> like, wow, damn cool. Tiramisu. <laughs> yeah, we got new one, man. How old were you? I was... Uh, 
19 Why? I'm imagining young Rizman doing mm, all mm. of that. Oh, long hair, long hair. <laughs> With long hair. Tiramisu! <laughs> 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 But okay, Tiramisu, what's mm. the most memorable band gig that, that you guys had? Mm. <laughs> One of the most memorable gig. A lot, eh? How? Ah? <laughs> Not just one. Just one? Yes, one. Uh, we got to play at the ICA in London Ooh. in 2004. So, this place, ICA or... It's also known as Institute of Contemporary Arts. Mm-mm. It's a very special uh, space. Mm-mm. A lot of artists like David Bowie has performed there. Mm-mm. You know, all those indie bands and Beastie Boys and what have you. Mm-mm. So we got to perform uh, in that space where they perform. So yeah, it was special. So everyone, it was the first time that as a band, we got to travel uh, really far. Well, London was was doing how did you like manage to go all the way to London like you, got in, you got invited oh by wow dude yeah uh, during that period Kingston had this uh, he was curating this show called Singapore Spotlight Mm-mm. they were like presenting mm. works from right. Singapore bands and theatre and stuff so KYT and Tiramisu travelled together Mm-mm-mm. so okay. KYT we did a show called The Pop Station Mm-mm. then Tiramisu performed so during the day, it was KYTV and at night, Tiramisu performed. Mm. Yeah, it was really fun. How's, what's the difference between like performing in like another country and in Singapore? Is there any much difference? A lot of difference. I tell you, when I perform in KL, <laughs> uh, the audience <laughs> were like crazy. Like even though the, 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 the space was small, but people were so into it, even mm. though they don't know you. Yep. As compared to like the audience here, you need a bit of you need to yep, you need warm up a bit, yeah. you know, you mm. need to get them going. So mm. down there it's just like whoa, just like hey, ah, boo, ah. <laughs> crazy, it's crazy. I tell you, it's crazy. I love performing in KL. Yeah. Okay, BTL. Mm. Can't go now. Can't go now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so as an art uh, freelancer, right? Mm. How has the pandemic affected your career? Hmm. Personally, Mm-mm. it didn't affect me that much. In the beginning, I was worried because a lot of shows were cancelled. Then after that, uh, I started to draw. Mm-mm. I started drawing, I started painting. During the skip break, I was drawing and painting and, you know, just doing stuff. Yeah, I locked myself in the room and draw, 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 draw. I just posted on Instagram. and like, <laughs> Yeah, I then got invited to do like, I don't know, a lot of talks. Mm-mm. A lot of like, Zoom talks. That's how I survived during Skip Breaker. So I, I, I got paid doing all these talks. Mm-mm. And yeah, and I, I, I saw a lot of my drawings. Yeah, so I had like collectors. So collectors bought my, my stuff. Mm-hmm. That's how I survived. Okay. So what advice will you give to those that are also planning to like freelance like you? Who? What? Again, what? <laughs> what advice will you give to those who are also interested in freelancing like you? Uh... Yeah, manage your CPF, get insurance. <laughs> mm. And it's a it's a long journey if you want to do it for real. Uh, and you have to deal with a lot of difficult people. And you have to be very patient. 
Mm. Yeah, it's mm. not an easy road. I had my, I had my struggles, and you'll be surprised by the kind of struggle that I went through. You want to share one, or do you mm. think we should keep it happy? <laughs> no, I'll share. I'll share. Thanks. <laughs> so the first five years after I, I started practicing, it was tough, right? It was tough because. Uh, nobody knew me. Mm. You are just this fresh face in the scene, and and I was living with uh, KYTV. So we had this studio and uh, and a house, right? Mm. Yeah. So the studio was downstairs, and the house was upstairs. We we had it like really really cheap, right? Like seven hundred bucks a month, and now it's like million bucks. They did the landlord's away. So anyway, it was hard to survive because we were just living solely on like projects mm, mm. and the the thing about projects is like the one project will not sustain your your life for like a month you know it's, mm. it's not like as if you get you get like a lot of money yep. and sometimes uh payment will be delayed you know mm. that kind of stuff so sometimes you live with like Ten dollars in your bank account. How do you survive that uh, till the next paycheck? Mm. And you don't know when is the next paycheck, right? So that ten dollars is so 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 precious, right? How do you how do you travel? So sometimes you have to dig all the coins in the house that you have somewhere in the corner just to take bus, right? Oh, no. But that was that was a struggle. And mm. sometimes like all of us had no no projects, Mm-mm-mm. so we'll chip in money. To buy nasi padang, like three of us, chip in money. Like, hey, how much I have? Like, hey, I have like one fifty. Hey, I have, uh, you know, like fifty cents. Like, so that amount of money we buy, like, you know, like really big portion of nasi padang we share mm. among three people. Mm-hmm. So we eat lah, survive. Oh. Yeah, but that that was like about three years. No, it's not every day. Mm-hmm. There, there there were moments like that's the thing about uh the freelance life Mm-mm. in the beginning it's always a struggle all right yeah but mm. we have reached to the end of the first Whoa. part wow wow there's cool, a second cool. part oh there's a second part yes oh. tune in to the second part to know more about Risman. if you like this episode don't forget to share it to your friends and tell your friends to share it with their friends remember to tag us on instagram at backstage noises see you in part two